one time I was sitting with someone where we would be in a, we would be facing each other. And so we would be told like, so you see something in that person, you know, he would give us a prompt and then you would switch, right? So when it was my turn to look at something in her, I couldn't see it at all. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't see it. I don't know. And she said, stop. You can see it. I can see that you can see it. Whoa. Like, <laughs> I said, what do you mean you can see that I can see? What do you see? She goes, I can see that you are um, you are thinking that you're supposed to be seen in a certain way, like the way that we would see things with our eyes outdoors or inside. And that because of that confusion, you're denying what information you're actually having access to. Yeah. Yeah, I huge. mean, did your head explode? That's like so profound. Yeah. <laughs> it changed everything. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Woo Woo As You Want with Celine and Jeremiah and Louise. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. We're, we're with uh, a new guest, Eloise, and we're very excited to have her here with us. Um, we hope you enjoyed the last episode with Elias. Um, we really uh, had a wonderful time chatting with him and just got, hopefully you, you inherited some of that joy from, from his He has such being. good vibes. Um, such good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, happy spring, um, and, uh, daylight savings and all that stuff. Um, and we're happy to have you back here. So, um, Selena, I'm going to let you lead this one because you know, Eloise and um, I do, I don't. So I know uh, I was just saying before we started recording that, um, you know, I'm like all of our listeners. I have no idea. You know, I, I barely know Eloise what you do. So, I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to learn um, from you. So, Celine, take it away. Yeah. So, I've known Eloise, oh, I don't know, maybe two years or so. We met at um, Tiger Lily because I used to work there and she works there. And so, what, and is, what's Tiger Lily for people who don't know? Tiger Lily is a community acupuncture space um, clinic in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And I worked there for several, several years. And in that time, I met Eloise. And she's also the mother of the owner, Ariel. So it's like a fam oh, vibe. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, right? <laughs> okay. Um, and she is a energy worker, a Reiki practitioner, or what do you, what is the term you prefer to use? Um, energy healing practitioner. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful. So tell us like, tell us about your journey. Tell us about what you do. Give us all the scoops. Okay. Um, well, I, um, I've been doing my kind of work ever since I got out of college, which I went into college late in life. I already had two children at the time and decided that I wanted to be a better provider for them mm -hmm. and thought that I would have a better chance of getting a good job. And, you know, yeah. so, um, so I went to the university and studied and I thought, Oh, I like it here. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A master's degrees. And then, um, when I, by the time I finished, and I had to work at the same time, so I was working full time, going wow. to school full time, raising my kids part time, um, you know, co-parenting. Yeah. And um, but by the time I finished, they were out of the house, and 
so there was really no one there to provide for at that yeah. point. And I was just kind of in a head spin, like, what did I do all that for? <laughs> and now I have this crazy student loan on my back. And Fun times. <laughs> and no real prospect of work <laughs> because of what I had studied. And so um, I just, I don't know, I, I went back to who I was before all of that, which was just someone who was had a fascination fascination with the occult. Love. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Love. Kindred spirits. Yes. And then I started working with a um, a teacher, um, and it's just one of those things that kind of falls into your lap. Um, where this man was a metaphysical energy teacher. Um, and he was going to be giving classes on, I don't even remember the way that he framed it, but it was just basically like energy work. Okay. And psychic development, intuition, right? Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what to expect. But I started attending the classes because it's one of those things where when life pushes you, you just don't say no. You just go for it. And um, and I learned to do um, readings. I don't feel like I'm – I mean, I feel like I am very psychic, but I don't feel like I know that I'm psychic until after the fact. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, oh, yeah, I did know that. <laughs> I uh, did know that was going uh, to happen. But I – predicted ahead of time huh interesting hmm. so what kind of like what kind of work was he showing you how to do in these in these classes like um when you say readings what do you what do you mean um we would those of us that were doing the reading uh, we would they, we were like training to do these readings so we yeah. would be seated in a line and then the person that was going to be read was in front of us and then we would start very simply by looking at the colors of that person's chakras mm -hmm. and then looking at the layers of the aura and just saying whatever it was that we saw. Wow. That's okay. wild. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh it sound, honestly, it sounds so fun. <laughs> it sounds so fun. It is. It's so much fun. And, um, and I was the one person that was whining the whole time, like kicking and screaming, I'm not psychic. I can't see anything. And everyone else in the room was like super psychic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so one time I was sitting with someone where we would be in a, we would be facing each other. And so we would be told, like, so you see something in that person. You know, he would give us a prompt. And then you would switch, right? So when it was my turn to look at something in her, I couldn't see it at all. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't see it. I don't know. And she said, stop. You can see it. I can see that you can see it. Whoa. <laughs> I said, what do you mean you can see that I can see? What do you see? She goes, I can see that you are, um, you are thinking that you're supposed to be seen in a certain way, like the way that we would see things with our eyes outdoors or inside. And that because of that confusion, you're denying what, information you're actually having access to hmm. yeah, i huge. mean did your head explode that's like so profound <laughs> yeah it changed everything wow. wow and the key that um that my teacher chris lamon is his name um the key was that he said to say anything that occurs to you say whatever it is that occurs to you Hmm. So, for instance, during one of the practice 
sittings, um, I said, in my not knowing state, right? Um, and I said, oh, I don't know. I, I see this like a goblin. Like I was embarrassed to say that I see this like goblin character in this person. And then all of a sudden I felt oh, like get it tough. And I got so mad, like this primal part of me, like, oh, it just attacked me. <laughs> like, let's get it. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, and sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> Selena yeah, my I, face, and we're like, jaws are dropping. We're like, wait a minute. The goblin attacked you? <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's like you just feel this energetic bam. Right? Ooh. And so, uh, and everyone in line, being very psychic, they all saw it. And so they knew how to, there's a process that you can do for moving it out of the person's space with their permission. So then the, the, the readie actually said, yeah, I have been, I don't know what he had done, but it didn't come as a surprise to him that that Goblin. goblin energy and then after it was all over and you know class was all finished we got a phone call from our teacher chris and he said hey um did anyone see the goblin that was in his space i forgot to tell you about it ahead of time and so then i started to like really trust that maybe i didn't understand things so much on a conscious level but that knowing was coming through wow. and it's oh that's so amazing wow it's a great story that's a wild story <laughs> yeah it was a wild class it was it was two years of utter joy um so many questions so, um, okay do you, should i stop no 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 <laughs> just, just keep going just keep going <laughs> um Okay, so so after that time, I this is like maybe five years later, and at this point, I was um, someone told me maybe not five years, but someone told me about a woman by the name of Madre Sarita, and again I had that recognition, mm. right? Like, oh, I have an appointment with her. I'm supposed to connect with this person. Um, but then he was explaining to me the work that he had done with her. She was a curandera, um, which is a healer in, okay. from Mexico. And, um, and that she was very powerful. And I just thought, whoa, I don't know <laughs> if I'm ready to meet her, but I know I'm supposed to, so let me just take a little time and wait, because if this is a divine appointment, then it'll happen. I don't have to worry about it. Okay, so maybe um, a year passes, and I'm thinking, ooh, I remember that he said she was really old. And so hmm. I need to meet her, but I don't know how to get a hold of her. Um, and I don't know why I didn't just go back to him. I don't know why, but I, in my mind, I'm thinking, how do I find her? <laughs> and of course, like I said, you know, the universe sets you up, make sure you make that appointment. And so someone called me and said, hey, there is this woman, Mother Sarita, and she's going to be giving a ceremony. And I'm like, oh. Thank goodness I didn't miss out on my appointment because wow. <laughs> that's what I've been thinking of it, right? <laughs> and I called and I said the the uh, a relative of hers and I said, "Would it be okay if I videotaped this?" And I'm thinking, how far fetched, how far fetched, and how bold of me to ask if I could videotape it because I mean I, I was a videographer, um, but I mean who just allows somebody, you know, a stranger to say, say that, to ask that. 
Um, but of course, the person said, oh, yeah, sure. So I arrive on the day for the ceremony and everyone is wearing white and I am right in the front with my camera and there is this incredible channeling that she does all in Spanish and she has an interpreter. And then afterwards I went into the back, back room um, where she was kind of unwinding, sitting down afterwards. And we took a picture together, but we didn't really connect. There was no, I mean, she was still kind of coming out of her deep trance. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, okay, all right, like, all right, what comes next? Um, and then she ended up having a stroke after that. Wow. Like, pretty bad stroke. And I think she was like, I don't know, 95 years old already. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So it was very serious. And then I thought, oh, my God, I did blow it. Mm. I should have pursued her earlier. But she recovered after, uh, you know, another couple of years. And so I was able to... Um, and then I got the word that she was going to be giving another talk because she was going to start a series of classes. At like 100? <laughs> At like 97. Wow. Oh cool. My God. 97. 97 and she's starting. And, she, and she's like, she's I'm going to start teaching classes. <laughs> so yeah. rad. That's, That's amazing. So yeah. rad. I had a stroke, but like no big deal. Let's start. Who Let's cares? teach some classes. What is age? Time is wow. just an illusion. Whatever. Amazing. Exactly. Okay. It was amazing. And so um, I spent the next year and a half studying with her. Um, and she, you know, she taught us. She ta actually was teaching, um, I think it was like three different classes, concurrent classes. Wow. So she was teaching a couple in English and one in Spanish. And um, she was teaching us how to do limpias, you know, like yeah. with the egg. Yeah. Oh, no, oh Celine doesn't know. know. Yeah, we, we should explain limpias. Yeah. I don't know. It's basically a cleansing. So if someone came in and they just, you know, had something going on with them, then she would show us how to roll the egg, a, a, a whole egg, right? It's still in the shell over the person to cleanse them so that the, the egg would absorb the negativity and then she would crack it into a glass of water and then she would read the egg psychically and so you really couldn't get away with anything <laughs> she saw right through you oh yeah oh my god without the egg <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The eggs the eggs a nice performance piece, but like she's got it. She she knew. She knows what's up. She does. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um and she had an amazing sense of humor. Um I just felt like you know, I so at home with her. Mm. Um, but she really didn't seem to notice me much in the class, even though I was still running the camera. Um, you know, taping all of her classes. Um, she saw me as a good worker, but not much in terms of like, you know, like here's a psychic uh, a star, a psychic star. Yes. Yeah. She, she would point to someone way in the back of the room, you know, like so-and-so like now that person can really see, you know, um, she was, she was amazing like that. Mm. But one day I just asked her, would it be okay if I came, um, you know, on a, on a day when we don't have class, and I could just do Reiki for you, if you like. So you already knew Reiki at that point? Yes. Mm -hmm. Where did you learn that? Where? In San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. So this was a, yeah. the Reiki practice. When did that start? I'm just curious. How, how does that line uh, up with everything else? That was like maybe seven years earlier okay. from meeting her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And so she just kind of looked at me like, hmm, okay. Yeah, kid, like, come on, <laughs> let's give it a try. <laughs> so I started going to her house um, almost every day during the week. And I just felt like as soon as I walked in the door that I was in the womb. Oh, just to be so in amazing. her presence. Oh, it was, it was just, <sighs> words escaped me. It was so mm. profound. And, um, and when I started to do Reiki for her, it was extraordinary. It was, I started thinking, my God, what's happening? I felt like uh, it was almost like it, I was in a laboratory and I could suddenly start to play with energy in a new way. Like if I start saying this word, will it have an effect on the Reiki flow? Or if I think about this, you know, um, I felt like the Reiki was so profound and I wondered, like, wow, did I just get really good or something? Like, what happened? <laughs> and it wasn't until probably, you know, a week before her death that she told me that every time I began Reiki, she would do a prayer. And she told me the prayer. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. But basically, she would be imbuing her powers into my Reiki. Wow. Yeah. So that was very humbling <laughs> and awe inspiring. Wow. Um, Where was this, by the way? Where are you in this story in the world? In San Diego. Oh, this is still in San Diego. Yeah. She was in Chula Vista, or I guess an area called Bonita. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were you doing Reiki professionally at that point or? Was this? I was. Yes, I was. Okay. I was. I mean, it wasn't. Um, I, I was seeing clients. Yes. Okay. I was going to ask before you said that she was Im Im giving you kind of some of her power that I was. Maybe because she was such a like almost I'm, I don't like the term advanced, but I'm just going to use this in this mm -hmm. case anyway, just mm -hmm. like being right like. I wonder if it was just easier to play with energy of someone who's like a little bit more vibrant. Um, Have you found that with people you work with ever? Well, I find that nowadays everything has changed. And I kind of felt like um, after 2012, after December, yeah. um, that everything changed. Mm. So all of the Reiki work that I do is just, it, I can feel it much more, just mm. feel bigger, better. So interesting. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but I did. So, <laughs> the monster. Okay. So one of the things that came up when I had my hands on her was this, I started to have this phrase, um, I'm a, I'm a crystal being. I'm a being of crystal energy hmm. and it just like popped into me like i'm a crystal being of energy and then i started like oh yeah i'm gonna say that over and over i don't know what it means but i'm gonna just keep saying it i like, got the I chills like when you said that, that. <laughs> i got the chills when you said that i'm a crystal being wow. that's like whoa yeah. Yeah. i'm writing that down <laughs> so then afterwards after that session i said to her this is what came through to me. Now, I should say, she only spoke Spanish. I speak very little Spanish. I can understand more than I can speak. So sometimes when I didn't understand what she was saying, I would call my friend in LA to interpret for us. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Shout out to Andy in LA. Um, but I did understand what she was saying. And so when I said to her, you know, this phrase, and I don't know if I said it very well or correctly, but she just looked at me like, yes, yeah, so what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what? 
Um, oh my God. And, but anyway, she, besides the limpias, we did house cleansings and we did, uh, we worked with weather to speak to the weather. Um, and when she passed, which was, you know, a year and a half after uh, I had been working with her, I was, I was absolutely heartbroken. I mean, and of course you see that every day is a gift at that age, right? Like, right. It, of course you know that they can go at any time. But it was like I was grief-stricken. And um, so three months after her death, I get a phone call from someone who said, hey, my daughter is... Um, she's doing a new type of healing work. Um, she's going to be doing a little bit of channeling in her healing work. And so would you be interested in having a complimentary session? And if you like it, then you can refer her to your friends. It was a phone call that I had been waiting for, for years because her daughter was also someone that I had this very deep recognition of. I had seen her at an opening of an acupuncture clinic some years earlier, and I looked across the room at her and I gasped and I thought I was seeing Mother, Mother Mary because that's my filter, right? Mother Mary, I immediately go there, having been raised Catholic. Um, but that's that's what I saw. And I was just like, I mean, I wanted to fall on my knees and, you know. Wow. This was, um, this was still in California or is this, um, okay. All in California. <laughs> okay. What, what year did um, um, the, the woman uh, pass, the older uh, woman? Do you... um 2008 okay just trying to contextualize okay yeah yeah so i had been waiting to meet this young woman i didn't know how i could manage that without seeming like some kind of a weirdo stalker you know but <laughs> again uh... i had to leave it up to divinity to put us together so here is her mother calling me asking me if i would meet with this young woman and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it just doesn't stop. This is incredible. So I go and meet with her. And I'm thinking, I don't know what happens after people die, like how long it takes before you can receive a message for them, like three months, you know, maybe she's still going through orientation on the other side. Like, I don't know what it's like, you know. And in my little pea brain, I'm trying to think of it in human terms. So I thought, well, maybe I could ask for a message from my brother, or, you know, another relative. And I got to the house and it felt like I was in an altered or a parallel universe or, an, you know, like I felt like only part of the house was there, like, and the rest was enveloped in clouds. I don't know. It was just a bizarre feeling. Wow. And I go, I meet the woman and I go into her living room and we sit down and I say, well, do I get to ask for a message? And she said, no, just maybe, maybe she said, let's just sit and meditate and see what happens. And, and maybe there'll be a point where, when you can ask for a message from someone. So we meditated and then like very quickly after she started receiving messages from Madre. Sarita. And Madre was as lively and giddy as she was on earth in her human incarnation. And she was like telling me that, uh, you know, we had other incarnations together. And, um, and she said that she had returned or that that now is the time that we were be to begin um, this work together. Uh, she was going to be giving teachings for humanity for this time on earth, this time of ascension on earth. 
ascension of humanity and ascension of Mother Earth. And so she asked the channeler, I have no mouth, will you speak for me? And so the channeler was so overwhelmed by what she was feeling interiorly that she said, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And, um, and then she said that I was supposed to continue to document our sessions in the way that I had for her on earth. Oh, uh... So she's Quit. basically like, I'm not done, even though I taught classes at 97. <laughs> the work exactly. continues. I wonder if she was a Capricorn. Um, she was. No. <laughs> oh, that's too. My work here is perfect. done. Thank you. That's so perfect. Wow. That's yeah. like. So. Yeah. Wow. Celine, you think you're a Captain Cap. I'm not. This is Madre is Captain I mean, Cap. I don't know. Maybe when I, maybe by the time I'm 97. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, no. so wow. this was, so this was, and so, okay. Okay. Well, let okay. me, I, so what ended up happening was that she gave us 12 sessions and um and most of those were just between me and the channeler um and a couple of times two or three or four times i invited someone to come in and sit and then when there was the question part of the session then i would invite that guest to, to have their question but um, but otherwise, you know, she would give us the teaching. So I'm sitting here with my camera and I'm listening to everything as the channeling is going on. And then all of a sudden, Madre would say, Eloisa, um, you know, share with me your burden or whatever. And I would be like, whoa, <laughs> like it took a long time for me to get over the fact that this person was speaking to me from the other side of the veil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And quickly after those sessions began, uh, an amazing thing happened where she ascended and she said, I want you to understand what's happening in this ascension. I am, I'm ascending with, I am moving to, uh, you know, with the Ascended Masters, I am at the right side of Divine Mother. And um, I, when I speak with you, I am speaking in union with Divine Mother. And shortly after that, the whole, like the tonality of the sessions were so completely different because it was no longer Sarita. It was like Sarita was just, as she explained it, um, it was one of the outfits in the closet from one mm. of her incarnations. And that if we were to refer to her as that, we were not seeing the fullness of who she was. But she could do it if that's what we needed. But it's not what, you know, that we were just missing out on the wholeness and the fullness of this being. And that she kept trying to say to me, in fact, over the years, because it was really mind boggling for me and I kept not understanding. Um, you know, she would start every session and saying, I am divine mother. And then she would say all these things about I am I am mother of the land. I am mother of the herbs. I am mother of the skies. Right. I am simply mother. And, and so at some point I asked her, well, what happened to Madre Sarita? Like, are you Madre Sarita? And she would say, I am Madre Sarita. And I am mother of creation. Hmm. This is identity doesn't work in the same way. 
that you think that it does. And she kept trying to, to explain to us that, yeah, I am madre, you are madre, you are madre. We're, we're all part of that wholeness in creation. And that, um, and also the idea of, you know, the, you know, whether you were to say that she is mother or she is father was not of consequence but that it's just being, it's, it's what's being used at this time because that's what's needed. At least that's the way I understood stood from her. Um, so, <clears throat> so I guess that kind of, after, after those sessions ended and I moved to New York, um, I was again feeling grief because I felt like where's madre mm -hmm. you know where, where's where's the one that i knew and the one that was um consoling me all the time and i started to incorporate uh, a way or incorporate communication with her into my work um, which i call the inner journey process which is to lead a person through a visualization it's I don't lead them through the visualization. I lead them through a deep relaxation. And in that state, I just invite them to visit a, a landscape of their choice or maybe a landscape that just comes to them. And once in that landscape, I start asking them, what do you notice? What's there? Whether it's, you know, like, just some feeling, some knowing, some impression, or sometimes you'll realize that, oh my gosh, this person is very psychic. And maybe they didn't even know themselves. And they'll say, oh my God, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> and so we invite, I invite them to meet with their higher self. And also um, spirit guide, and then, and I ask them permission, you know, at each, at each point that we make an invitation, they make the invitation. And I ask them if they are willing to speak with um, Divine Mother or Madre. I just like to refer to her as Madre de la Luz, Mother of the Light. Hmm. And um, so if they say yes, then she comes in. And what's so interesting is that sometimes people will say, I, I don't know, I think I'm just making it up. And I said, it's okay, it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, it's occurring to you for a reason. And um, many, probably most of the time, uh, a lot of what she does for them, in I ask her to do a healing for them, The lot, a lot of the healing work is very similar. So they will find themselves sitting on her lap or sometimes just having her look they will be looking straight into her eyes she will just be you know i just keep looking at me hmm. and then we can ask her questions and she'll give answers i mean it's um it's amazing to me every time i just feel like so blessed to be able to continue to work with her so Even though I know it's not really her. <laughs> yeah. It is. Don't ask me what it is, but it's oh. magical. Wow. I mean, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I feel like you, in the beginning of COVID, I remember I, remember I thought I had COVID and I was very upset. Do you remember you did a distance, like a phone healing or um, a healing for me remotely? I remember speaking with you. I yeah. really remember that. Okay. And I do remember, and you just said to me, okay, I'm going to do it around this time. And then maybe you'll feel it between these hours and just like lay down. And I remember really, really clearly it was around like one or two. 
And I was in such a state of like anxiety and fear at that time. And I just remember I, I laid on my bed. It was sunny out. And all of a sudden, I just felt calm, like loving energy. And then I just, I, I fell asleep and I slept for a few hours. And then I woke up feeling really amazing. Oh, good. So I, I had, I wanted to share that tidbit and tell you that. So probably I should come see you and do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm a little speechless, honestly, from the story, Eloise. Uh, it was just tremendous to to get all of that from you. Um, just really powerful. Um, you know, thank you because I, and I should have thanked you at the very beginning of the show for inviting me to be a guest, but oh. it's so rare to be able to talk about any of this. Mm. So utterly rare. And even when I can speak about it to someone, not to be met with a blank face. So I so appreciate you listening and getting it. Our pleasure. It was a beautiful story. I mean, I feel like I almost cried at one point, to be very honest. I'm tearing up right now. (laughs) Because it just Um, felt, because it's such an amazing, an amazing way of talking about death and moving on and then being in a spirit form and, how that communicates with us and, you know, yeah. and I loved the closet thing it was just an outfit in the closet. Mm. That's wild. I think it goes back to the crystal being right. Like, Oh yeah. That also you just threw in there. Well, thank you for remembering that because, um, during one of the teachings, she says we are crystalline beings of light. And it's like the whole, that whole teaching was all about that. And I was like, yes, okay, yes, dots connected, I get it. That's wild. That's so crazy because I'll just share this because when I heard the crystal being thing, the first thing I thought of was the first time I read Seth. And I, I was in, well, actually the second time, um, but I was, you know, about Seth, Eloise, yeah. was it, we yes. talk about Seth, so I don't need to do the intro for our readers. If you don't know, look up Seth by Jane Roberts. Um, but when Celine introduced me to Seth, I remember I, I started with a book um, that was like kind of at the end of the Seth journey. Jane had actually passed and it was Robert talking about Jane's passing, which I guess is appropriate too for this discussion a little bit, but it didn't resonate with me because I, I wasn't familiar with, you know, the whole background and all that stuff. So, um, there was a point where I, um, I had, then I had gotten the first book, the eternal validity of the soul. And I purchased it for my wife's mother, um, who funnily enough is Mexican and, um, really into all of this stuff, really fascinated with it. So we connect on that level a lot. And um, I remember we were sitting in their backyard in Austin and I picked up the book um, because uh, Melissa's cousin was doing a photo shoot and we had to like pretend that we were um, like modeling. And I picked up the book and opened it and it went to a passage um, that like basically, you know, is this where uh, it's Seth talking about how individuals are crystals we're multifaceted infinite multifaceted crystals so the very conception of he was kind of relating it to the idea of hierarchy so you know it's impossible to say someone's better worse higher lower because there's an infinite number of facades and through each incarnation it's almost like you're polishing one side And you're just polishing it and kind of, kind of getting clearer into, you know, taking away the muck and just seeing that you're light ultimately. Mm, I love that. Um, and yeah. I just, that, that passage just like always st- sticks with me. And so as soon as you said that, I was like, well, that, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's also a term that, that like crystalline beings are used in them. Um, this book that I just read again called the Pleiadian handbook. Mm-hmm. And it's like Pleiadian. Have you read that book? 
No. Mm-mm. No. Um, By who? Um, I don't know. I don't know who wrote it, but I can tell you. I can send you that info. Um, I love all things Palladian. Do you? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's Palladian? Palladians? From the Pleiades. Okay. Just, you know, another sub- another alien civilization that has a complex history with with, uh, with humans. The Earth. Yeah. Apparently. So I'm sorry, you, you were going to say that you read something about something in that book? They they talk about humans as crystalline beings. Oh, oh. Yes. they were fur. They were fur. Oh so, okay. um Wow. Wow. I know. It, it's sort of a story that leaves you kind of speechless. You're right, Jer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so you're, you're doing that now. You're doing these inner journey sessions. I am. And the channeler is working on, um, I, I published the book of the teachings at one point I did a self published book. Um, but it was at a time when she wanted to be completely anonymous. And so, um, so then over the last few years, um, she had decided, okay, I'm ready. Madre keeps telling me, like, come on, come on. So um, we started working together to look at the book again and make corrections because there were certain decisions that I had made that I had no idea, you know, like without her advice, how to do it right. So um, we're doing an updated format to the book. And, uh, well, she is actually, it's in her hands. And so I'm like waiting, waiting, waiting for that to come out. Oh, cool. Okay. Yes. Please let us know about that. Yeah. It sounds awesome. Yeah. And so, and you, and you offer sessions. So, um, we'll, we'll link your website for sure. If people are interested. Um, and so is that a combination of the inner journey work and Reiki, um, and any like other modality or is it depending, like, how does that work for you? Um, if it's in person, then I often combine it with Reiki, but, um, but I also do the inner journey over zoom. So there's no Reiki involved. Okay. I am doing uh, Reiki sessions at Tiger Lily Holistic in Bushwick. Wonderful. Wonderful. So yeah, well, it's a very cool space. Everybody should go check it out. Absolutely. We'll um, come for sure. I don't know what else. Like what? I don't even know. I don't think there's anything to add. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, you like, know, it's. It, um, I think. I think. Um, I, I called my friend Tessa, who's an acupuncturist, before before this. And I said, hey, Tessa, what would you say about the inner journey work? Because she said many, many inner journeys um, over the years. And she said for her, it's about, it's the opportunity to connect with the divine. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it's been extraordinary to watch what happens to her in her inner journeys. Um, you know, being able to speak with different spirit counsel counselors, um, but I I keep a very um, observant eye on the process to make sure that the person is safe and that no interlopers come through. You know, I didn't even think of interlopers. Well, we just make sure we ask their name. Yeah, no goblins allowed. No goblins. Unless we invite one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Unless you invite a goblin. Unless you say, come on in. Come on in. <sighs> um, wait, so you're doing... Nothing that against t- goblins. I just... Have a- <laughs> exactly. Um, but so you're doing that at Tiger Lily. 
right? At the Tiger Lily, I did an inner journey there about a week ago. Okay. With someone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to also explain that not everyone experiences the work in the same way. So for instance, if someone is very intuitive or psychic, they might have just that kind of open door and, you know, just everything is accessible to them. Um, whereas some people will say, I don't see it. I don't like getting it. I, you know, and I just invite them to be playful and allow their imagination to work with them to just like, just use your imagination, you know, just if you can't see it, make it up. What would you like that color to be? What would you, you know? Um, and sometimes after we do that a little while, then all of a sudden, poof then they come into it hmm. and I'm still might be kicking and screaming a little bit. I'm just making it up. No, but, but something may come through like a feeling or, you know, a calming or a, like, Ooh, I like that. Hmm. Um, from the healing that's done because overall it's, it's a healing. It's to allow people to recognize that they are special. Every person is special and that they are loved and they're, they're guided and um, yeah, that they're loved. That's the main thing. I want to come now. Come on, <laughs> I'm coming. I want to feel so close. I know, but I didn't, I've n I never really knew exactly what the inner journey thing was until oh, you yeah. just like that. Yeah. So, oh. Well, we'll link all of your website. And if anybody is interested and wants to get a session, we'll let you know how to get in touch with Eloise. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, oh. I, I just, my mouth was woo, <laughs> on fire. It was Thanks a good, so it was, yeah. I love your podcast and I'm so Thank glad you. to finally meet you, Jeremiah. Oh my Great God, my pleasure, my pleasure equally. equally. Yes, it's been Thank really good to meet you. Thank you for being on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we'll we'll link everything. And um, well, we hope you, uh, if you're listening, um, enjoy that as much as we did. Um, and uh, yes, uh, you know, enjoy the warmer weather, the sun that's here. And... Um, <laughs> finally and um and we love you and take care and we'll see you on the next podcast bye bye, bye.